It is Tuesday, November 10th, and Joe Biden has officially been elected president of the United States. Welcome back to the Protest Coverage Podcast. I'm Tom Ella, and on Saturday morning, as the Associated Press finally called the state of Pennsylvania for Joe Biden, celebrations broke out across the country. Videos emerged from city after city of people hanging out of their windows to cheer and sing clanging pots and pans together, honking car horns, spraying champagne, and dancing. Some people halted in the street upon seeing the news and immediately broke down into tears of joy, of relief, of sorrow and loss, of hope. But not everyone is happy about President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. After all, while Democrats tout that Biden received more votes than any presidential candidate in history, so did Donald Trump. He earned over 71 million votes as of this recording. That's 9 million more than he did in 2016 and 2 million more than Barack Obama did in 2008. Democrats' hopes of retaking the Senate now hinge on two runoff elections in Georgia. They lost some seats in the House, and the majority of state legislatures are still Republican. It feels fair to say that this was not the landslide election many Democrats had hoped for. And for many voters, Joe Biden was not the candidate they had hoped for. Last Saturday night, I went to a celebration in Washington Square Park in New York City, Donald Trump's hometown, to get a feel for how the Black Lives Matter community is reacting to the news. And as I arrived, I could hardly tell the protesters from the partygoers, a mostly masked but densely packed crowd, dancing, drinking, striking up conversations with random strangers, and cheering as some cartwheeled through the fountain in front of the iconic arch. In stark contrast to the protests, the NYPD did not show up in force and remained docile throughout the night. I caught up with a mix of Black Lives Matter protesters, organizers, and photographers, including a few from our own protest coverage staff, to gauge the temperature in the moment. All right, I'm here in Washington Square Park. It is November 7th, and I'm here with a few members of our team. Derek French, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm here with Ken, how you doing? Hello. And I'm here with Lucy, how you doing? Hey. All right, now. Do you feel like this is going to affect what you do at all, or is this just business as usual going forward? I think it's going to give us a lot more energy to be out there. I know the fight is not ending, but I don't think it has any effect on our position. It just gives us more motivation to say our voice and our choice matter over these five months. So, yeah, just keep us going, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it... Yeah, I, I mean, the fight doesn't stop ever, but, you know, I'll, I'll take a little wins where I can, you know. I'm yeah. sure everyone will take this win. And Donald Trump not being re-elected sets that precedence for people like Bolsonaro, for, 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 for authoritarian dictators around the world that there is accountability coming your way at some point, right? Yeah. And, mate, look, 
We don't know what that's going to look like in the next four or five years. We don't know how much accountability Donald's going to get. But at least when the people get together, there is a way. If they, we want to get rid of you, there's a way and we'll do it. Lucy, final thoughts? Final thoughts is I'm going to continue celebrating today and tomorrow's a new day to keep fighting the battle. Who am I with right now? Janicia Hashisha. And? Jessica Sue. And? Raymond K. All right, Joe Biden has now officially become president-elect of the United States. Donald Trump will be leaving office, allegedly. We have all been deeply entrenched in this movement, in the Black Lives Matter movement. How are you feeling, Janice? I'm relieved, but I'm still upset and angry because a lot has changed, but nothing has changed yet. He did promise like LGBTQ rights within the worst first 100 days. So right, I'm gonna get him to February, like to see what he does. But after February, if nothing changes, like it's like it's, I'm not gonna stop hitting the streets. Like I still I'm gonna hit the streets. I'm still gonna fight for my rights. I'm still gonna fight for everybody's rights. But right, uh, right now, at this moment, I'm relieved that Trump did not win again, and he's gonna be out of office. So for you, it's very much the fight continues. Yes. I feel completely normal. It feels the same. I feel like I still have to fight because the system is still up. It's not going to come crumbling down because Donald Trump lost and Joe Biden is in office. It's still going to have the same racist institution at the White House. So I guess we still have to fight for our rights and black lives. I feel like Joe Biden is going to hide the racist institution way better than Trump did. The reason why we know of the racist institution and the systemic racism is because Donald Trump was really open about it. He didn't know how to hide it, but I feel like with Joe Biden, he'll know how to hide it better, which is why we still have to continue to fight. Like if since Biden is in office now, like if the racism's gonna be that that explicit, or if it's gonna be worse and they're gonna be out in the street because they're gonna be angry. And how, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, honestly, I'm. I feel slightly less oppressed. Uh, as a black man in society today, there's a lot of injustices that I face constantly every day. So you know, I feel a little bit better. There's still more that I have to get done. We have to get done as the black community. But then again, it's just there's just slight relief. You know, knowing I'm less oppressed today. I don't know, like, who really knows what's going on at this point? Yeah. But, hey, the job isn't done. We still got a lot to do. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for your time. And keep your masks on, guys. Keep yeah. your masks on. on. Yes. Thank you. Jay Kin, one of our favorite photographers. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I can't believe it. I like I've been holding my breath for the last four years, and I, I, I literally, as soon as it was announced, I exhaled and I started to cry a little bit. But I'm still like I'm still tough, even though I was crying. <laughs> how many? All right. How many tears came out? There were quite a few. There. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say how many, but I did <laughs> sob like a little girl. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like a baby. I did. Do you feel like this is going to change anything or 
or like how do you feel like going forward not just in the immediate moment but do you feel like this is actually a big shift i feel like okay it's there's so much work to do it's just a little it's a little glimmer of hope but the alternative would be there would be so much more damage done to our country if we had four more years of trump I mean, just um, like just any, just name anything. Like name immigration or health or any women's rights or you know Black Lives Matter, anything. And it's it, at least we have a little bit of a foothold where we can get stronger. With Trump, it, everything was like going to go backwards even more. Yeah, we um we actually uh, my editor in chief Kevin, he sent me because um, we put up a story saying like hey. You know, Joe Biden is now the president-elect, and Kamala Harris is now the vice president-elect. And he had one written up already for in case Trump had won, because that's what press does and everything. And he sent it to me, and I looked at it of, like, President Trump will has, you know, regained his office for another four years or something. And it's like, that's living in a different universe. No, it's, and it, would, it would literally change the course of our country forever. I mean, it, it will... There's no way that wouldn't change everything, you know. Now, I, I lost a little bit of hope knowing how many people voted for Trump. I mean, it, it's crazy to think there's that many people that said, that thought to themselves, okay, I can have another four years of what just happened. Like, this is okay, I'll live through that again. You can be a person that believes in what he was doing, but look at, the, look at just the turmoil that he created within the country and outside of the country. And people that I've talked to that support him are a lot of people are looking at the internet, his our place in the international seat. Like the internet, that's their argument for Trump. Like he's really tough in China, he's really tough. But my argument to them is if you don't have a country to protect, what difference does it make how you're doing in the world? Like if your country is dis like dismantling before your eyes, then who cares how we're doing in the international world? Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like this changes what you do as a, because you're a, another prominent photographer in the movement, do you feel like this changes what you do going forward at all? I've seen pictures being used as evidence to what's going on that's different than what, how the movement's been characterized, and I like that. I like that photographers and to photography and journalists have, independent journalists have this place in this movement where we are actually showing what's happening whether people want to see it or not we're showing what's happening and i think that's not going to change but i think like anything the movement even from even from may till now it's changing it's constantly changing everything's changing within it so that's going to change what we're showing is going to change but our role's not going to change that's what i'm trying to say do you have any final closing thoughts? I think we just need to be vigilant because he's not gone yet. We still have 75 days more of him, and he can do a lot of damage between now and January. Thank you, Shay. Okay. Okay, I am currently here with Sophie and John. How do we feel right now? You both showed up to Washington Square Park just moments ago. Everyone is partying. How do you feel, Sophie? So, I mean, I'm not going to ignore the fact that we did just elect the first female black vice president. Honestly, I don't really care about Joe Biden just because we've had Joe Bidens before. 
he's better than Trump, so I feel like the whole settle for Biden thing is great because Trump's out of office, but I think we still need to acknowledge here that there's still a lot of work to be done. We still have major police brutality, racial issues, and like tons of infrastructure issues, especially in New York City, that aren't being dealt with just because we elected a new president that are definitely going to continue into the Biden presidency. So like, although it's really important that we did elect someone like Kamala Harris into the vice presidency, I think it's still important to acknowledge all the issues that that we still have to tackle. John, how are you feeling? I don't know, man. I have so many feelings. We still got to worry about this month. Sorry, this mother sucker leaving. You know, and I understand that we just finished putting our, our first black woman in there as vice president, but we got to hold them accountable, man. I don't care. Like, I don't care about that anymore because we thought about that. We That's what we did when we elected Obama. We said, yeah, okay, we're good. We're chilling. And then he honestly didn't, he didn't do a lot. We're going to, I don't want, I don't want the same thing to repeat itself, you know, that we just go, oh, okay, cool. And then we let them do what they want to do. Then they end up screwing us again. It's like, yo, what the hell, you know? It's going to be only our fault. So I feel like the only thing that we can do from here is remember and recognize that we have to put more pressure now on these people, especially these two. Especially these two. We got to hold them responsible for everything. I'm on your ass, president, vice president. I'm on your ass, councilman. I'm on on everybody's ass. We got to. But, I mean, like, another important thing to realize here is that, like, we can't flip any states if people don't actually vote. You saw a really high voter turnout. Huge early voter turnout, mail-in ballots especially, because people just really wanted to make sure their vote counted. But, like, we can't flip a Senate if we don't have people voting in Senate elections and, like, actually keeping update on what's going on with the Senate. Like, like, and knowing which states need to be flipped and which states that they should be reaching out to, calling people and uh, volunteering at. We can't accomplish these things if people don't actually come out. It's important to be out here protesting and having your voice heard, but it's also important to be hand in hand with actually getting out there and voting and having your voice heard. All of it comes together in a nice little present. So, like, if you leave one thing out, you're kind of like, I don't know, you have to do both for it to matter. All right, do you have any final thoughts about President-elect Joe Biden, the end of the Trump presidency, how Black Lives Matter moves forward, anything? Please don't mess this up. You too, Ms. Harris. Do your thing. Like, seriously. Like, everybody's looking at you. You got a lot of pressure. Do your thing. Like, you get an opportunity. Don't don't mess this up, bro. Don't. I'm just happy Trump's out. I'm hoping he stays out. And I mean, like, in four years, he could run again. I'm really hoping that we keep the anti-Trump train moving because, like, that's just the wrong way to go. Like, that's it. Yo, thank you both for your time. Have fun. Have fun celebrating tonight. Thank you to everyone who took the time to chat with me. Thank you all at home for listening. And thank you for voting. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review and recommend us to a friend. NYCU protest coverage is made up of a talented staff who work day and night to keep this ship running smoothly. You can follow us at NYC protest coverage on Instagram for breaking news, photos, videos, and live streams. So until next week, we'll see you in the streets.